Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hey, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And today, the Doug and Dave Intel Report returns to the air. Doug's been on uh, mission. Uh, he's been on business. And now he's back, and now we start broadcasting again. Doug Thornton, American Vindicta, Dave Hodges, The Common Sense Show. Together, we are the Doug and Dave Intel Report. This is your first time listening. Uh, Doug is a uh, former DHS supervisor, uh, did a lot up in Portland, uh, has been at the border, combat marine, big-time combat marine, military contractor, knows how the deep state works, a lot to bring to the table, and we're going to be breaking down a lot of things today on the show, including Maui, but also we've had a recent breaking development. One of the leaders of, um, well, that nefarious group run by Vladimir Putin. Oh, they say he's not part of it. He is very much part of it. But uh, this military group, the Wagner Group, has suffered a terrible loss with someone shot down. Oops, I mean accidentally crashed their plane. And uh, this, I'm telling you, we're headed for World War III in all likelihood in Niger. It'll spread to Nigeria and throughout the continent for their natural resources. One time I thought the war would break out between Belarus and Poland. I think now Africa is the likely spot, and we have just seen the first major casualty. Pretty interesting. Today's show, coming to you live from the Noble Gold Studios, is, well, Noble Gold. (laughs) Surprise, surprise. Uh, CBDC has come into Colorado, or will start actually next week. Um, after Labor Day, and the people have been notified everything's going to be digital, so I know people that are pulling their their money out of the bank. Uh, we'll, we'll get into that here in just a minute, but I just want to tell you, that's big. We're going to cover that here in our opening. But I just want to say this, with Noble Gold, you can avoid all this crap. You can get your retirement away from the bank because the bank owns it. That's right. Law passed 2010, Dodd-Frank, says that when you put something in the bank, they own it, including your retirement, and when they're failed, when they're failed bank... They will cushion their fall with your money. The same thing is true with your bank account. Now, we can help you. We can help you escape all this. You say, well, Dave, what can you do? Well, Noble Gold will take your retirement out of the bank, put you in control of it, and then back it with gold. Now, consider this. The banks have lost 85% of the dollar since the 80s, and gold has held its value for 6,000 years. What's the better deal? No question. So let me send you a free information packet you can call too. You can call 877 646 5347. Or, this is big, 
I can send you a free information packet. You look at it anonymously. No one's going to bug you. And then you can call that number, 877-646-5347. Go to DaveHodgesGold.com. Okay. Fill out the information. Packet comes. No one bugs you. You call them. But you have a limited shelf life to do this. Why? CBDC is already coming in. Already coming in. And when it's finalized, your options will be over. So you need to move quickly. Dave Hodges Gold. Dot com. Okay, uh, before we start with Doug, I want to cover a couple of things. One, I want to cover what's happening in Maui. Oh, listen, you haven't heard this. This is incredible. Biden gave a one-time payment to Maui survivors and lost everything, $700. What? Yeah, you heard me, $700. On the same day, with money tied to the same fund, he actually sent $24 billion to Ukraine. Well, it gets worse. The government of Hawaii, which is not on the side of the people, the government of Hawaii, you will not believe this, ladies and gentlemen, the government of... Hold on, let me stop this for a second. The government of Hawaii, on the 26th of August... Three days from now, they're not raising money for the people in Lahaina. Listen to this. Um, with the independence of um, the break from the USSR, where Ukraine regained independence. They previously had independence, um, but were taken over um, by USSR, as were many other countries. Um, and you know, along those lines, I wonder if we'll celebrate August 8th going forward was the day that Lahaina and the west coast of Maui was captured by the globalists, the developers, and the elites that live on the island. Hmm, I wonder if we'll cover that. Okay, let's continue. You've heard, oh boy, is this concerning? Here we go. Celebrating, well, we don't want to use the word celebrate, but observing um, this day, the actual date is August 24th is the official uh, date, but we're having it on the 26th, August 26th, which is Saturday, so more people can attend. Uh, and we're inviting the public to come and participate um, with us. We're raising funds for Ukraine, and as I said, knowing that you're helping helps to alleviate some of some of the pain because you you have something um, you know proactive to do to help. And I can't say the words that come to my mind because they're profane. They're raising money for Ukraine because they're in pain. What the hell is going on in Lahaina? You've got to be kidding me. Oh, Ukraine's in pain. We need to send them money. Come on, honey. Maui, wowie, they're fine. They'll recover. No problem. Over a thousand are dead. Kids are missing, 300 kids. The authorities won't even address the issue. Uh, These people were trapped by the authorities. They didn't get water to fight the fire. They didn't get a warning to get away from the fire. And the government of Hawaii is sponsoring an event to send money to Ukraine from a fundraiser. $700 from Big Joe. And then you have this crap from Governor Gang Green. And I call him Gang Green, Gang for Gangster, because he is, and Gang because he's criminal. And all these officials that have done this to the people of Lahaina, Lahaina, they need to be 
handcuffed and locked up, including manual. Yeah, they didn't release the water, including the uh, director of emergency management's now resigned because of health reasons. Uh huh. He should be in jail, criminal negligence, probably manslaughter. Uh, the governor for being an active participant in getting this going and giving away these people's lands to developers. Oh, yeah, we've been through all that. Uh, I could go on and on and on. You get the idea. But this has got to be the biggest slap in the face. Money for Ukraine is raised in Hawaii and jack squat for the people. Unbelievable, isn't it? Is it, This is just beyond comprehension. Well, another thing that's going on, too, and, and I want to cover this very, very quickly. CBDC comes to Colorado, and listen to this, ladies and gentlemen. This comes from someone I've known for a very long time, very trusted, well-respected in the community. Um, and listen to this. Bank of West, Bank of the West in Colorado, recently purchased by BMO Bank from Canada. BMO sent notices out to all of the bank holders, uh, all the people connected to the bank that all accounts will be digital after Labor Day. Okay, he mentions here wife and daughter will be closing those accounts before that can happen. CBDC has been instituted through the BMO Bank via Trudeau and the Canadian government, and now they're backdooring in CBDC to Colorado. Here it comes. What was coming is no longer coming. It's already here. Whoa, my goodness gracious, ladies and gentlemen. Everything we've been saying is happening. Can it get any worse? I don't think so. Anyway, Doug and I are going to break it down right here on the Doug and Dave Intel Report airing on the Common Sense Show. Thanks for joining us. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Common Sense Show, our guest segment here. And we are bringing out the Doug and Dave Intel Report. Yes, we've been hiatus a little bit because the circumstances were back. This is part one and part two. We'll be here today and tomorrow. And uh, we have a lot to cover, an awful lot to cover. And we can't do it in one show. And uh, we, uh, I just want to say, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you need something more in your face, then what's going on across multiple domains right now, you don't matter, dead or alive. They'd rather have you dead than alive. Everything that we've been saying for years about depopulation, about the communist monster taking over our government, it's all right in front of your face right now. And I made this statement today, and I'll kind of use this as a lead-in as we talk about uh, events in Africa, Maui, and then we'll look at the return of mass mandates today. But uh, I, I just want to say this. This morning, I came out and I said on YouTube, people are saying, civil war, civil war. I says, no, no. Uh, the people could rise up and try to fight the war by themselves. They'll get crushed. The people could rise up and a certain level exists uh, percentage-wise, and the military or remnants of the military join them. If there's a civil war, that'll be how it happens, in my opinion. And then, of course, there's the third uh, eventuality. We become a nation of sheep, and we're just going to, for the most part, except for a few exceptions, lay down and take our beating. Now, there is a remote fourth, and I don't think America has the stomach for this. We could descend into like what they did in Vietnam from 1942 to 1976, constant guerrilla warfare, farmers by day, terrorists by night. Um, you could go to that, but I don't think America has the stomach for that. Those are where we're at 
with our possibilities, ladies and gentlemen. We have become a nation of sheep. I'm not insulting you personally. You know whether you're a man or a sheep. But the reality is this, is we are a nation of sheep. With what's going on in Maui right now, we should be rising up. But we're not. Okay, uh, Doug is with us from American Vindicta. I'm from the Common Sense Show, and together we are the Doug and Dave Intel Report. And Doug, let's start it off with, we have breaking news in this moment uh, regarding the Wagner Group, and uh, they're getting close to starting World War III in uh, Mali, and uh, they're going to go into Niger and Nigeria. But something happened with this group. You want to talk about that? Yeah, so Dave, it's good to be back on with you. Um, Yevgeny Prigazin, which is the founder of Wagner, he's one of Vladimir Putin's close confidants and actually one of his probably, I would say, most important people in his uh, echelon because he is the guy who is the liaison for probably at least 10 to 15 different countries that Russia is dealing with uh, financially. And uh, the Wagner Group is there to protect the Russian interests. Do not think anything other than that. But now we, it's breaking off of Fox News, that uh, Prigazin was on a plane that had crashed, killing 10 people, all 10 people on board. And this was right outside of Moscow. But they don't know if he's alive or not. So immediately when you understand the way Russian politics works, um, there's a very good possibility that this plane was either shot down or taken down somehow to kill this guy, Prigazin. And I don't know if that's because he potentially had betrayed Vladimir Putin with the coup against the government or for whatever reason. Uh, But if that man's dead, then there is definitely some moving and shaking going on. Uh, We obviously what's going on in Africa and I'll read you a couple of this guy's uh, comments about Africa. What's going on in Africa is you have Russia and China who's taking over places that are actually American and European interests, and they are taking money out of their banking accounts. And by that, I mean, you have the BRICS nations that is gaining more favor within these other smaller nations, and they're doing the Belt and Road Initiative. So they come in, they build you infrastructure, they build um, you know schools, hospitals, uh, all, all these things that America is not building, and then they actually pay people to go out and farm and to live. So they are buying off these countries, and then they have to turn around and pay it back, and they can't. So because they can't pay back these big loans of the money, what is it that they get, Dave? Mineral rights, the lumber rights, the you know, uh, the mining rights, uh, which effectively could make the BRICS nations overnight the most powerful entity on Earth. Africa is rich with mineral deposits, so we'll have to see on that. Um, Prigazin said that uh, being in Africa, he said. Justice and happiness for African nations, giving hell to ISIS, which the Americans created, Al-Qaeda, which the Americans created, and other bandits of probably things that we also created, um, recruiting real warriors and continuing to complete the task that have been given and we had promised to master, Prigazin said, also while toting an assault rifle and wearing military fatigues, pickup trucks, and other people dressed in fatigues were seen in the background. The Central 
African Republic is one of the countries where Wagner soldiers for hire have been active and accused of We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at thecommonsenseshow.tv, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at thecommonsenseshow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com and what it does is it goes into a container you lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches it's a 50-year warranty on the device it only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground and you can keep it for safekeeping and i'll tell you this is the way to hide your gold not in false walls but underground will be very very difficult to detect to find out more Go to BarrierGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. We already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time committing human rights abuses um so i don't me personally i do not trust when i see committing human rights abuses especially coming from fox news now because who's reporting on that man don't think that we're not committing human right abuses like, what do you think you know ukraine is all about so uh the kremlin is is obviously at work in Africa. It's going to be one of the jumping off points for World War III. Uh, nobody is a good... I want to say this one. Nobody is a good guy in this scenario. There are no good guys in this scenario. This is a power play. This is a chess match at a checkers pace. And very quickly, we're going to see some things coming ahead. And uh, I think when the lockdowns start, we'll talk about that here in a little bit, but when the lockdowns start, that's when the aggression overseas is really going to start ramping up. Go ahead, Dave. You're muted. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, when the 35s fly overhead, we got to mute. All right, here's the deal. Um, I thought the war would start with Belarus going into Poland. 
that would that yeah. was my initial and 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 they're doing practice uh, invasions right now and it's possible but i think it's more likely now you got nigeria that's the first cbdc country but they're balking because the underwriter of central bank digital currencies the world bank and the world bank has really strong anti-fossil fuel policies and nigeria is the number one oil producer in africa and they're saying up your nose of the rubber hose there's a standoff there's got to be a war to take Nigeria down, so at least their administration, to facilitate CBDC. Niger, I think, is a staging coup. They're going to do some fake whatever to get their footprints in Niger so they can go into Nigeria. And and, and the Wagner Group is already in, uh, in, in Bali, and uh, this is not a coincidence. Uh, I, I, I think the guy that was taken down for uh, the Wagner Group was probably done by us because we'll be fighting the Wagner group. Um, AFRICOM will be fighting the Wagner group in Niger. Yeah. You know, um, I think it's going to be very interesting if you have groups like ISIS and Al Qaeda join the European American side. If this fighting starts crazy, if it, if anything as crazy as that sounds, it would be just like whenever we funded the Taliban and helped get them all squared away against Russia. You could see the same thing happening again. Uh, it, this is this is dark days coming, but don't for, guys don't forget. And you can go back to military history and, and check me on this one. We have a a notorious history of going into places, the CIA of going into places. And setting up rebellions, funding them, yeah. assassinating people, uh, building banks, destroying banks and bank accounts, freezing bank accounts. And, you know, still the, the International Monetary Fund, the IMF, has not uh, moved on the petrol dollar, which is a completely, at this rate, a fiat form of currency. Um, we are so inflated. I can't believe we're not floating off the earth. So when, when that bubble it's crashes, coming. Yeah, it's coming. When that bubble crashes, uh, and the BRICS nations, who is a, they're lining all their assets in hard assets, oil, land, um, people. They're investing in people, and then you have all the minerals, so like gold. So uh, you know what is it that America uh, is investing in anymore? I, I think what we're investing in is more of the new world order. We, we have totally invested into the WEF and Klaus Schwab and um, lesbian gays and trans and all this other rights. We're not invested in anything to keep us afloat. If you take all the stupid wokeism nonsense away and you look at it analytically, what is keeping us alive? We have, we have enough resources in America alone to make us the powerhouse. And we have enough manpower to do that. But we outsource everything to the extent now that if China wants to cut off the microchips, we're screwed, along with also our medicine. We're screwed. Um, And if Russia doesn't want to accept our oil and natural gas anymore, well, then who will accept it? Because we're selling our oil and natural gas to Russia via their proxy states like India and Pakistan. When these countries buy our natural resources, where does that money go into? Which pot? The BRICS nation's pot. 
It's ludicrous. It is. It is. But I, I think we're looking at surrounding factors that identify the fact that AFRICOM and Russian proxies, the Wagner group, will soon be fighting in Niger. I absolutely believe that's true. Yeah. And uh, the French will probably get in because they'd like their colony back. Um, so I think the French will be involved in this as well, too. But this, this is this is insane at a time where pr- we're promoting war in Africa when we're going broke supporting Ukraine. And, and I want to say one thing about Ukraine. Okay, we can't say this too much. The survivors in Lahaina that lost their lost everything got seven hundred dollars. What a freaking joke! Meanwhile, Ukraine got twenty four billion. If that's not a prescription for changing the people running your government, I don't know what is. Can we can we speak about this for a little bit? Let's spitball on this. All right. Um, I've never been so disgusted as an American, as a veteran, as someone who proudly worked for the government back when it, it you know people actually gave a shit. I have no idea what we are doing anymore. Uh, there's you cannot make an excuse for our actions. You cannot say, ah, well, you know, Joe, he just needs to take a nap and eat an ice cream. This dude needs to be handcuffed and put into That's what needs to happen. And his entire staff with it, Mm -hmm. the entire staff, everyone working at the White House that was hired by the Bidens needs to be fired or needs to be uh, needs to be fired. And I would say investigated. But who's going to do it? Who's going to do it? Merrick Garland? Well, that's a great that's a, that's a great question. Let me ask you something. If you and I were standing on the beaches of Maui, okay, we're kind of some people know who we are. If we're standing on the beaches of Maui and we're investigating this as journalists and we see boatloads of equipment, medicine, food, clothing, you name it, coming on shore at the docks and then are being seized by the local authorities and then by coast guard, which is a federal entity and then not distributed to people who haven't had their insulin shots. Um, you know, they need their diabetic medicine. They need, uh, their heart medicine, fresh water, because apparently the water is, uh, you know, not too good there right now. Um, I'm trying to track down what exactly is going on with the water. Uh, there's so much information and and you see this bullshit where the cops man i saw the local cops blocking people and it was being videotaped blocking people from trying to escape lahaina so you mean just, during, just during the course of the fire during the course of the evacuation mm-hmm. okay there's we got all kinds of problems for one thing the sirens didn't go off that's a big no-no that's a big no-no. Someone let's, should get talk, fired let's talk that. about that for a minute. The, the, the explanation I heard, and then the governor backed it up in a press conference. Uh, we're taught that when tsunamis go off, it means that you'd run towards high ground. You'll run into the fire. Like, these people are so stupid. And they go out of their house. They see a fire. Yeah, let's run and get burned up before the tsunami gets us. I mean, it doesn't even make any sense. And the governor embellished it with his own story. And the what guy, the police... Yeah, exactly. That that's that's the first thing. Yet when you go to the state of Hawaii website, it talks about this elaborate warning system, the tsunami warning system. They said it's used for tsunamis, tropical storms, hurricanes, and fires. And fires. 
what the police should have been doing was being on their loudspeaker on the intercom unit inside their their vehicles, driving anywhere that they couldn't be set on fire and yelling at the top of their lungs to evacuate. And what they should have done is they should have found and made a corridor. Come on, law enforcement. We know how to do our damn job. You should have made a safety corridor where you had the ambulances, the fire trucks that would have been staged to make sure that safety corridor was not to be set ablaze. And that would be something that you'd be working on. But they also, they turned off the water. They turned off the water. So not only could residents not help save themselves, which with flames like that, man, I don't know what all a garden hose could do, but damned if I would leave my home, uh, you know, not trying something. But, you know, when, when firefighters can't have water to fight the fire, then they have to go to shovel and pick. And, you know, maybe starting a backfire, uh, trying to, you know, take out all the fuel for that fire. But you can't do that in a residential area, Dave. You can't do that in a residential area. You have to go fight the fire. That's your job. Law enforcement should be in there providing security. And then if there's no law enforcement need, which means you don't need to pull your gun on the fire, then you should be rescuing people, creating a safety corridor, trying to have an area where you know people who are missing is going to be you know in this area and you're letting people know you're coordinating where's the safety coordinator at for one thing for this town um where's the emergency management coordinator all right i've I've been there did all this i've done all this before so i see a complete breakdown in something that you it's not like an earthquake happened in the middle of lahaina and we're just all freaked out and caught off guard You knew this was happening. You knew which way the prevailing winds were blowing. You knew what was in the path of the fire. And yet the kids were let out of school to go straight home in the path of the fire. Um, People were not allowed to go back to their residence to get anything that might have been in the path of the fire before the fire got there. Right. Um, And and at that point, look, I'm a law abiding citizen, but anybody stands in my way, even with a badge. And won't let me get to my kids or won't let me get to my home. And it's it's not a safety concern at this point. I'll take my safety into my own hands. I'll assume the risk. Um, you better get the hell out of my way. And I would lead a charge of everyone around me. What are you going to do? Arrest us? All you know, four cops that were there. And what are the cops thinking? You live there amongst these people. Once again, we have this unique breakdown in law enforcement, like we saw in 2020 with the riots, where they just take uh, they take orders, like if they're good little soldiers, from the politicians, and they don't use common sense, or they don't say, hey, you know what? You're a politician, and your job should be walking to the podium and lying to people. Let me go save people. I wouldn't listen to anybody. We didn't listen to people when we were in Portland. That's the reason why we made any difference. But law, law enforcement's not firefighters. And since the, the main objective was to stop the fire, who was it that could have went and turned the, the water back on? Where's law enforcement there? Use your badge and authority to go track down that problem. Yeah, get the I, I have, water I have turned that back answer. On. It's not a mystery, Doug. It's not a mystery. Let me address that. The guy in charge of the water was M. Kaleo Manuel. And they asked him, why'd you turn the water off? And, and I'll digress just for a second. I've seen videos, two of them that I can recall, 
where people are fighting the fire. The firemen are there. They're plugged into the hydrant, and they're fighting the fire, and they're holding their own in this one video. And then all of a sudden, there's no water. And when they asked this Kaleo manual, why'd you do that? He said, oh, the water is sacred. We need to change the way we look at water. And I, wait a minute. People are asking you why you let people burn to death, and they're giving us this new age psychobabble bullshit about why he didn't turn the water on. He should have been marched out of there in handcuffs and be charged with manslaughter. I mean, the, the best Mitchell. case scenario for him is criminal negligence. <laughs> he should have been arrested. Uh, I'm, I'm, be, I'm, at, okay, I'm, Doug, look at I'm beyond using, I'm beyond using the criminal system at this point. Yeah, if you, I, I, I hear you. I if hear you're you. around a group of people who just lost everything because this guy said, Oh, well, you know, water said, so give me all this hippie psycho babble stuff. Take that dude outside and beat the brakes off of him. And then anyone else who's in the office who does not turn the water on, you're getting it next. You do not hold a higher standard of life. Because you are in some sort of government authority position. Take him, go throw him yeah, in the fire. Yeah, Maybe okay. then he'll ask for the fire to be turned back on. Yeah, what, yeah right. if they, we should eventually, have, they should have handcuffed the guy and taken him right to the fire. I totally agree look, with you. You and I talked about this yesterday. I know we we don't talk about a lot of things off air, typically on air, because it's more of us you know, trying to figure out how to say these things politically. But I think we're beyond political. I think we're beyond the means of having a political a political understanding and a, quote, right way. To- the Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for MyPillow. For example, they've got half off MyPillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. To do things so that the government doesn't knock my door down because I'm an aggressor or domestic violent extremist or whatever quotations they want to put upon my person. But at some point, you have to say enough is enough. My government is not is not for me. It is against me, and it's in my better concerns to go against what the government says. And if the police get in the way from trying to save people's lives, that's their fault. If fire departments can't fight the fire and people die because of it, do you blame the firemen? Do you blame the police who, as they say, they're just being told what to do, even though they're right there in the line of fire, literally, with the 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 hurricane force winds that's blowing this wildfire or do you blame the politician whom never goes to jail never sees anything wrong done to him he he'll survive right because they're all their necks are never uh in the noose these people have to be held to a standard that is not applicable in american politics anymore yeah well they know uh, that makes happen doug it it absolutely uh, the, does the mayor that emergency management guy, uh, all these people, the governor, they weren't where they were supposed to be. They, uh, The guys in Maui, the authorities in Maui were off the island. The governor was out of the state. They knew exactly what they were doing. I've, I've been watching these videos that uh, InfoWars has been posting. InfoWars, you know, out there trying to do as good a job as anybody else covering yeah. this. It, you know, I feel... I feel 
so bad because look how quickly we forgot Palestine and Palestine's here in America. Journalists could drive to it and you could still see it's a live event still going on probably to this day. But isn't it unique that this happened in Maui where you can't go just drive to it? You know, the kids can't go and become a, 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 a reporter with their phone posting it on X or Twitter or whatever it's called. You had to get on an airplane and fly that 12 hours, at least from Texas, to get over to there. And then you had to go to Oahu. You got to get on an island jumper, and you got to jump over to Maui. And it's some hoops you got to get into, and you got to have some money backing you. The average person doesn't have that or the time. And yet, that's how this is being concealed and covered up. And there's no way around it. Yeah. You're breaking up a little bit here, so let me let me Some jump I in. Heard this. Yeah, you're you're breaking telling- up. Doug, you're breaking up a little bit. Okay, you seem to be back now. Um, I want to say something for you to respond to. I, 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 I'm, can you hear me? Okay, give me a thumbs up. Okay, all right. They evacuated the tourists three to four hours before they blocked the streets to the residents getting out of Lahaina, and I'm going to tell you why they did this. And you're hitting on it kind of going down the side alley here. If the tourists are killed, they their families back in North Carolina and Texas and Montana and Wyoming and Iowa, they're pissed. They want investigations. Now they're calling every member in Congress. Okay, now they got a national problem because tourists from all over the country are killed, as well as around the world. They're dead. So people are going to start raising hell. They had to get the tourists out to contain the damage that would fall out from this, okay? And that's why they only wanted to kill, I mean murder, the people in Lahaina because they want their land. But they didn't want the tourists to become martyrs and make their problem of containment worse. And if you don't think they were containing, I'll just give you one example. Near the Safeway, the old Safeway um, on Front Street, they parked one Wi-Fi truck. Other than Elon Musk and some Starlink, that was their idea of restoring Internet. They don't want the people in Lahaina telling their story, and they're trying to limit it. And this is why they did what they did. And that's why the tourists got out and the residents didn't. Well, and they were also evacuated uh, during the hours of darkness. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just right there in Oahu, for for anyone who didn't know, I was stationed for four years at K-Bay, Kaneohe Bay, Marine Corps Base, um, Marine Corps Air Base, Kaneohe. Um, I was stationed there, you know, in Schofield Barracks, just uh, on the other side of the island. And then you have Pearl Harbor. You have uh, Hickam Air Force Base. You have enough assets to fly over there or to float over there to have brought enough manpower and whatever you needed to contain that fire to save people and nothing was moved, not a boat, not an amphibious unit, nothing, nothing. I mean, we, I, I gave this, this uh, comparison to you earlier, letting Lahaina burn the way they did is like letting a small town somewhere you know, let's say South Carolina, outside of Charleston, right? That's a tourist area. Let's say uh, they let Charleston, South Carolina burn, zero response, zero media, 
the president could have been over there at any moment. The military could have been over there at any moment. And we just let them die. Now, if that had happened in South Carolina, the whole country would be an uproar. But because it's Maui, and we really don't think about the chain of islands that is Hawaii very much, um, because it's not connected to CONUS uh, mainland, I think that's one reason why this happened. I, I'll tell you this much. I don't think it was a wildfire. I think this was man-made. I think many people now think this is man-made. And I don't really care how it was made. It happened. It's how the response wasn't done. That is so atrocious. This was, I mean, like, I, I'm, I'm thinking about, like, Nuremberg trial. I can't believe the lack of response. And then Joe Biden, what? Like two weeks later, comes there, and he's walking around lying, talking about uh, a house fire. You know, trying to. I, I think I think the idiot was relate to people, but that's not what you're there for. You know, you're there to see the the decimation that happened and to uplift the people, support the people, and start writing the checks to you know to get these people back on track, get their lives back. And this, this, this embarrassment of a human being, you can't say none of this is done on purpose anymore. You can't say it's not done on purpose anymore. And Dave, why Maui? Why Lahaina? And why the 15 minute city? Well, just yesterday, 40 cities joined on to C40 for 15 minute cities. It's the way they want to lock us down in open-air prisons. But they want to create a new Epstein Island, a playland for the rich and famous. That's that's real obvious. Have you seen the drone uh, that's out there on various media? The 4K drone going down the coast, and you can see average residents burn, 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 burn. Multi-million-dollar house skipped over. Burn, burn, burn. Okay, multi-million-dollar houses skipped over. Have you seen that video? No. It's dramatic, Doug. It's dramatic. You had selectively high-dollar uh, structures that were spared while the rest of it burned down. And you know how they're covering in the mainstream media? This is pretty interesting. One structure survived an average structure, and the rest of them around it were destroyed. And they're portraying that in the media so they can cover the fact that the uh, millionaires' mansions were okay. I mean, this is I'm, I'm talking Bezos, Zuckerberg, Oprah. Their structures are fine. The video is quite dramatic. I'll see if I can't get it, and I'll and I'll send it to you. It was dramatic. Um, it was uh, about thirty seconds long, and there's just no question. Um, remember, I told you I've got a military source that had drone footage from the Navy, but he wouldn't send it to me because he was afraid it's going to be classified, and I'd be in trouble if I had it. <laughs> and right. he watched it, and he had to call up a fire expert to come over to his house and watch this video. He said, I don't know why an entire neighborhood, poof, an entire block, poof. Well, I had Virginia Farver on my show, and Virginia uh, just won a lawsuit on 5G and smart meters against the FCC. She just won, and I had her on the show to talk about it. And then Maui came up, and she said, Dave, what we have shown and proven is that when temperatures reach a certain uh, temperature, uh, smart meters become incendiary devices and they blow up. 
And she said, that's why you're seeing the blocks all blow up. Now, back to the fire expert that told my uh, military ex-military friend uh, what he was watching. He said there was something that was triggered to cause these houses to go up at the same time. He said those are simultaneous explosions. And here comes Virginia to explain exactly what happened. Smart meters. Now, here's what's interesting, too. The next day, I interview Paul Preston, and Paul covered the Paradise Fire. And I started to tell him about Virginia, and he finished my sentences. He says, oh, I already know what you're talking about. He goes, it's the smart meters. And he goes, the homes that, that, were, that survived, in part, turned their electricity off before they left so the smart meter couldn't be engaged. Isn't that interesting? Two people that don't even know each other are explaining what's going on in Maui with what we saw. Um, I, and I, go ahead. I think with most new building standards now, the smart meter has to be in, installed. So I, I don't think you can escape the smart meter problem anymore. We can't where we're at because we also have solar, and that locks us in. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah I've already looked into it. Incredible. I already looked into it, and I was told, well, if you want your solar, you got to have the smart meter. You know, I keep I keep saying this. Uh, I need to go back to trying to figure out how they lived in the early 1800s. Um, you see this video. This is from Infowars. Um, they they did this like 12 minute highlight reel of what's going on in Maui. Here's President Biden meeting with survivors asleep. Yeah, I saw I saw that asleep. Yo, know, man, I. You want this guy to lead the next world war? He can't even remember what Maui, how to say Maui. He didn't even, he didn't know, even he, know why. He, could, he, was, he couldn't remember the island's name. He didn't know why he was there. I watched one video where, you know, oh. where you just barely hear him talk in the background. I, was like, I don't even really know why I'm here. You're right, Joe. I don't know why you're there. I don't know why your ass isn't in, in a cemetery right now. It's like God put you here to plague us. Signed, sealed, returned to cinder. This guy and every one of them that's like him is a scourge upon human societies. And because of that, that's what they're targeting. Human societies. You know, I don't like getting too deep into rabbit holes because you get it that that uh, Alice tumbling down the rabbit hole effect. But when you start to research more and more about Maui and you start to see all these different correlating videos, and I'm just trying to do like a simple like investigation. I'm just trying to put data together. And it just keeps making me believe the more and more that I'm seeing this that uh this was meant to happen. The response, the response to it was tailored to happen to the event. Now, who in the hell would want to kill? An entire town of people. Uh, the The video that we watched um, was a flight attendant who stopped in Oahu, and she was talking to a doctor who, is, who I think was either going to Maui or just came back from Maui and said that people were incinerated in their cars, and the only thing left was their, was their teeth. Yeah, that's right. And um, you know how easy that is? 
to hide the evidence at that point at that rate. He said they were going into places where people were just, they were burned to death. It was children and parents holding each other. God sovereign in heaven. I, I, I pray that you bring damnation upon the people who caused this. I agree. I agree. I want, I want to read to you something. Okay. The largest real estate company in the world is Keller Williams Realty with a revenue of $381.4 billion. They are also the largest on the island of Maui. Care to guess who underwrites these developers? Huh. State Street, Vanguard, and BlackRock. BlackRock. Do I need to say any more? So let's go ahead and say that this was a cockamamie scheme that was supposed to have scared all the people out of their homes, destroyed all their homes with this artificial wildfire. And instead, there may be 3,000 people dead or more, probably more. The videos of people sitting in, in those waters while the island was on fire is heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. And also what? So they could have their version of a 15-minute city? where the poor peasants aren't so that they can go and enjoy the beaches. Yeah. And they'll probably lock down that Island too, or at least half that. island. Well, Doug, Doug, they, they have a history of trying to take Lahaina from Lahaina. This has gone on for decades. So there was an historical um, preservation uh, done by the governor at one time. And he, he wrote into it. This is valid unless there's a natural disaster that forces the state to rezone and take the land. Of course it is. Of yeah, course. I mean, is. this is on the record, people. And yet this damn governor is Governor Green. I call him Governor Gang Green as in Gangster Green or as in Governor Gang Green, Poison Green. Governor Gang Green at the press conference, the first one they had said, we have a moratorium on developers coming in and blah, 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 blah. Bullshit. They got a 12 mile radius where they're not letting in most of the media except for selected media. But they're letting in all the developers. But you said Keller you Williams said- Realty. You said natural. So, you know, if you really want to blow the lid off of this, what you do is you don't allow the fire marshals to conduct a thorough investigation afterwards to see what the incendiary starting point was, um, because it should be a criminal investigation. And if there was any form of arsonry, any form of an incendiary device uh, that was found if possible, um, then it would not be natural. It would be artificial. And then they would lose that case. So I want to know at one point, what is Maui's fire marshals doing for their investigation? Nothing. Or if it's already bought off. Nothing. And do you know who's in charge of the autopsies? Who? The mayor. Oh, excuse me. The police chief Peltier. Mr. Las Vegas critical incident commander that helped the FBI cover up Las Vegas shooting. It just never ends. It's a small world. It's the, a real small world. The man. one thing that should be mentioned too, Doug, is, and this has kind of slipped away. Jeff Bezos came in one day after the fire and yep. he says, I'm going to give you $100 million to Lahaina to build a smart city, meaning 15-minute city, one day after. So it took him one day to get this organized. It took, uh, and by the way, too, there's something else to it. I want to read this to you real quick. 
Um, I found this too. Listen to this. Where Lahaina sits in January of 2023, you have all the structures there intact. January, eight months before the fire. Listen to this. Um, The Department of Hawaii Homeland proposed, this is government, $75 million $75 million housing project on 50 one-acre sites where Lahaina used to be. But they did this eight months before Lahaina was destroyed. They knew this was going to be destroyed. Doug, it's right here. It's from Hawaii's government. Hawaii Department of Homeland. $75 million to acquire 50 one-acre sites where there was existing structures at the time. We don't need to go any further. That's like, Doug, I'm going to murder you, but I bought your coffin six months ago and I and I dug the grave. Uh, that's exactly what they're doing here. <clears throat> it, it, it gets worse, though. Um, right here, Green signed an executive order with the uh, elders of Hawaii stating that land can be confiscated from private citizens if the state needs to rezone due to an emergency. He did that three weeks before. And a month before, this bastard was at the UN talking about 15-minute cities. Yeah, that's right. Governor Gane Green was before the UN talking about 15-minute cities. <laughs> You're taking this very calmly. It's because you, you have you have you have good training, Doug. I don't I, I want to give you credit. Your training is invaluable for this discussion. I um a lot of people should be going to prison for this. I'm looking at West Maui and obviously this giant forest reserve. You had this entire mountain pass that protected East Maui. Yeah, I saw that. And and so as I as I look at the island, I'm trying to gauge why Lahaina as this important part. Um, well, I, I know why. You have to go to the Hawaii real estate development maps on the state government map. I've already seen this. Um, a couple people have already covered this on YouTube. You have Lahaina, and then in a crescent moon around Lahaina, all this land marked for huge development. But see, the Hawaiian elders got those projects stopped yeah. With the exception, unless there is a natural disaster, then the governor can seize whatever and rezone it. But they had all this development around Lahaina, and Lahaina was in this gray zone area on the map, and it was marked no development. Uh, well, that's, what's that, int- that's the answer to your well, question. What's interesting is I just, you know, don't take this into anything more than what I'm just viewing. Um, Lahaina was not surrounded by a forest. No. The The town itself was not heavily forested and it, it's more or less uh it's on the western side of this forested area so what had to have burned up was mainly grassland and you know a few trees here and there what in the hell carried the fire the way it did that's what i where is the fuel that caused this inferno to keep going that's what I find to be interesting. Now, there have been plenty of people who said that uh, it's space-based weaponry. Sure, I think that's what Paradise uh, was. Yeah, it was. Uh, I I drove through that area uh, not too far after the fires were put out. 
Um, yeah, it looked like you're driving on a third, uh, third world, uh, another whole nother world because of how much, uh, was burnt. And like I said, I'm just, you know, I'm not seeing the amount of trees and forestry that should have supported such a high category of fire. And I know people are going to say, well, it was the high winds of blah, 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 but what was fueling it? What was fueling it that, that made it not stop? I have an answer for you. Okay. Give me a little leeway here, Doug. Right. I have an answer. The first time I knew that my military contact had uh, watched drone footage, he said, there's something wrong with this, Dave. This was the day after the fire. And my source told me, he said, do you remember, Doug, I told you, he told me that the fire followed the course of the road and it really didn't go- progress as he thought a natural fire would. And right. he, that, that's why he called in that expert. And then we, uh, he said, something's causing explosions on this. It's a simultaneous detonation. This isn't a fire spreading. That's what the fire expert said. And then Virginia, as I mentioned, talked about smart meters. I want you to hear this. John Peltier, the police chief from Vegas originally, and that infamous, uh, he talked about this fire has melted steel and aluminum alloy on wheels of cars. Okay, so you go do the research. How much heat does it take to melt one of those alloyed alloyed uh, tires? 2,220 degrees to 2,550 degrees Fahrenheit. That's the number. This is verified. Now, the fire, a regular forest fire, wildfire burns at 1,500 degrees. Okay? So we're looking at something that is up to 1,000 degrees hotter. And what did Virginia say? Smart meters turn into incendiary devices in high heat. Go ahead, Doug. Right here. Right here, 1,472 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, I rounded up. Right. An average surface fire on the fourth floor might have flames reaching one meter in height, so you know three feet or more, and can reach temperatures of 1,472 degrees Fahrenheit or more. Under extreme conditions, a fire can give off 10,000 kilowatts or more per meter of fire front. Um, you know. It's it's an extraordinarily hot fire, right? And once once again, just as as I'm looking at, it, like in in my area of Texas, we have some you know wildfires get caught here and there, but because it's mainly grassland, even though we're on the Great Plains, the wind never stops. But because we're on grassland, the fires really easily contained. And once it gets into the brush, you know, of course, the more fuel, the hotter it's going to get, right? But what was fueling that fire to continue to make it so hot? Once again, just me and my little investigation here online, I don't see it. I, got, I no, don't I see it. what it is. I've got information from military sources on this. Directed energy weapons can burn anywhere between 2,000 and 4,000 degrees. There's your answer right there. Doug, we're just about out of time, uh, and I need to talk to you for a minute when we go off air, but we're just about out of time. We're uh, one minute away from signing off. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back tomorrow with part two on our venues. So uh, you're going to want to hear more. We're piecing this together. And it's not like ABCD linear progression presentation because we're reporting things that are pretty close to being in real time. And when you do that, you're never quite as organized as you want. So we appreciate 
your patience with us. Uh, Doug can be followed at AmericanVindicta.com, me at TheCommonSenseShow.com. And on that note, we have to bid adieu. I want to thank you for joining us. We'll be back tomorrow.